Podcasters. Hey, brother. Podcasters. Mm. Um, today, Cash Confessions is back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about deportation uh, like we did yesterday. Yes, mm-hmm. that was interesting, wasn't it? Um, you would have heard from that story, but we really found out from people the ins and outs on what happens when you get deported. Yes, we did. Also, another installment of uh, Truy hit as well. He's in there. Mm-hmm. Or she's in there. She, uh, Bluey, she. Bluey's a chick, right? They're, both, yeah. they're all chicks, except for the dad. Oh. So oh. I always thought Bluey was a boy. It's better Everyone if you just does. go with they. Mm. They. Okay, that's true. I know she's a girl pup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm actually just trying to buy impulses. Yeah, and you'll find, out, you'll find out why everyone's excited by the old school impulse. Mm. Um. Get around it. If you're listening in another country, that is a form of deodorant. No, no, no. And that's what I want to correct you on here, okay? Mm. It's a body It is not. It is not. For the first two years that I used to work with Stav, or three years, he didn't have his sense of smell, and he used to use body spray and think it was deodorant. And I eventually had to tell him you need to wear an antiperspirant deodorant because he he couldn't smell, remember? Yeah, yep, yep. So all those links and all that impulse, not deodorant, body spray. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. You've got to get an antiperspirant. Yeah, right. Although you don't need my my boys now start using like the mineral ones. What are the mineral ones? Like non alcohol based. Mm. Mm. There's kids ones now. Ah, uh, right. Mm. Um, yeah, that would be the problem with those, wasn't it? So, you know, boys would spray it on, spray the links on, and then they would just smell like that smell and, and bo. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So it'd just be a big melting pot of stink. Mm. So. All right, here we go. Let's get into it. Here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Brisbane, these are your confessions. Cash confessions. We pay you for your wildest confessions. Brisbane, these are your confessions. You've got a confession. Maybe it's an old one you've never told anyone. You're like, oh, this would be good to get off my chest. Mm. You remain anonymous. You leave your phone number so we can give you cash. You just need to call 38371234. Well done. Good on you. Yeah, when you leave your number, don't worry. We're not going to pass that on to anybody. No. It's just we need to contact you to give you your We wouldn't money, even money. pass it on to the police, would we? I think well, they would come at a time where we legally might have to. What's it? What? what? Those are the comments of Abby Jane Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that would be aiding and abetting. Well, I don't have access to it. Oh, sweet. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would you? Would I what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, my lawyer's texting me. He's saying, <laughs> no. We you have a lawyer. I want to have a lawyer too. I don't have a lawyer. I've, I mean, I've had a lawyer since I was seven. I'm going to sue you if you don't give me my tennis ball back. We I have a friend who's a lawyer, kid. and I want to ask her to officially be my lawyer. Because oh, yeah, I feel like I haven't asked. Yeah, it's a big commitment. I mm. haven't actually asked. You just know her. she's there if you need her. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Maybe we could do that next week. Can we call her and see if she'll officially Can be my lawyer? Be a lawyer. Yeah. Remember that as a kid all the time. You were gonna. You were suing willy nilly mm. in primary school. Every fight. I'll see you. No, reckon... the mum was always. I got my big brothers. Oh, and they'd come over yeah. and say, "Get stuffed, Abby. Get stuffed. All right. Anyway, confessions, guys. Uh, we'll keep you anonymous. Um, you spill your guts. We give you some cash. The bigger the confession, the bigger the money. Let's see what's been left. Hello, it's me. So I have a twin sister and I have minimal points left on my driver's license. I think it's three because I have a bit of a lead foot. Anyway, I uh, t- 
take my sister's license so that if they pull me over, I can use her license and use her points. Little does she know that she has the expired driver's license of her own, and I have her one that came in the mail. Yowch. Oh, that is. I just re- I just realised the, the joy of having a twin. Not for what, the not other her. one. <laughs> no, not for her. If, if not for you're her. the dodgy one. Yeah, there's always an evil twin, isn't there? Kelly, yeah. did you ever get away with things like for a twin? Did you dob your sister? Oh, all the time. We would always like dob each other in. I remember I sat in, in one of her classes, like we stopped like classes when we were younger and um, we didn't get away with it, but yeah. we would do stuff like that all the time you know, when we were younger. You're not fully identical though, are you? We don't know. No, do we? we don't know actually. We're going to do a DNA test to find out, but um, we are very similar. No. no. If we're <laughs> identical or non-identical. If the egg splits or whether there's two. Mm. Yeah, so we, we've always thought we were a fraternal twins, which is non-identical, but we are very similar, like same features and everything. Mm. There you go. Oh, that's terrible for that poor... Other twin. Twin, yeah. Mm. So there is an evil and a good twin. Always. Mm. Hales, always. <laughs> uh, okay. Three eight three seven one two three four. The bigger the confession, the bigger the cash. So my confession is that when my brother and myself were younger and we're about the age where we started getting a little bit interested in boys and girls. We decided to practice kissing on each other. <sighs> I think Maddie's face says it all there. That's Star Wars, that's what that is. That's Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, Princess Leia, Leia and stuff. Hey, like that, look at you, I'm so proud. I watched Hell Season. Before he knew that that was his sister, remember he thought that she was so hot and he had to go and find her and rescue her and then they found out that they were they were twins. Mm. So kissing yourself. It's practiced. I kissing. think it's got a word for that. Disgusting. That's <laughs> incest. No, no. Well, no. Well, no. That's what, what, what do you say? Oh. Practicing. Sorry. Sorry, Your Honor. We were practicing. Oh, so, I didn't realise. The, the defence rest, you, you may go. <laughs> Court dismissed. Imagine, imagine that, though, right? You, you make out with a chick for the first time. She goes, wow, you're a bit bitey. My sister didn't mind. That's true. That's what she wanted. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> wow. Confess, Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Or not. It's actually, up to you. Actually, no, no, no. No, 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 no judgment. <laughs> no judgment. Sorry, I forgot that part. No judgment. Well, we're not judging them because they're just living their lives, but we're just, just reacting to it. Mm. Three, eight, mm-hmm. three, seven, one, two, three, four. That is the Cash Confessions Hotline. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Brisbane, these are your confessions. Cash confessions. We pay you for your wildest confessions. Brisbane, these are your confessions. If you've got a confession, you can call uh, 3837 Yeah, they've put they've written it down wrong well, in our little chat now? thing for you there. Oh. Yeah. 3837 is our number to leave your confession. <laughs> Yesterday, we started talking about this one. Because we're like, how does it work? Mm. If you know anyone who's been deported, maybe you've got deported, maybe it was someone out of Australia or maybe it was someone coming back to Australia from overseas because you've overstayed your welcome, you did a boo-boo, whatever it is. Mm. We just want to know some... Details. Who pays for it? Who pays Things for like it? that. Yeah. Are you able to come back? Eventually. Because someone got... Her ex-partner deported. 
I rang his boss at the time and I told him that he was stealing copper from his job. The boss tells me he doesn't even work there and that, yep, they had no idea. Uh, he went to jail. Uh, he is now out, but he's at the uh, detention centre. I'm waiting for him to be deported and, and then I'll break the news to him. I haven't told anyone. That's my secret I've had to this day. 90 grand worth of copper he pinched. That's a Two lot of copper. Why kilos. is no one noticing? <laughs> Didn't did I? Mm. Uh. Did it gradually? Maybe. But still 90 kilos. It's a bit, eh? Mm. It's a new gold. Oh, sorry. 90, 90 grand 90 worth. 90 grand worth. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how many kilos that is. It's about but, four. But we were trying to work out, does, do they have to pay? Like, do they work out if you can afford to pay, then you should? Or if you get deported, does the government just pay? Yeah, like if, if you can afford to pay and you can afford to pay business class because of all the sweet coin you earned on the copper, <laughs> uh, can you get business class? And does someone have to go with you? Mm, you'd have to think, right? Yeah, there what, would have to be someone who would. If, you, if you're a felon and that's where you're getting deported. But if they deported, get on the plane. Yeah, but what about if you just overstay your visa and you're not like a threat? Not, yeah. Why would they have to get a flight to Australia? Like why would they just meet you at the airport in London, make sure they escort you to the plane? Take the handcuffs off. <laughs> more, of a, more of a like an unaccompanied minor sort of setup yeah. where they put you to the back of the plane and the uh, flight attendant just makes yes, sure that you Yes, exactly. Know. Like, hey, just so you know, uh, he's not allowed to run out the door before. Also, <laughs> if you are like, you know, got, got a copper with you, yeah. uh, can you get a snack? And who buys that snack? You probably still have to be able to eat. I do know the answer like, to that to have one. A beer? No, you're not allowed to have alcohol because my mum was next to one. So they were just doing it from state to state. Okay. And they had handcuffs for walking on, took handcuffs for walking off. And, of course, mum had to go, like, when they were seated, mum's like, oh, should you take those off? And I'm like, stop talking. Oh, so they uncuff them during the flight. Yes, and he was allowed to get something but no alcohol. Right. And who paid? did he pay for it himself? Well, no, because this is when it was included. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. Mm. Right. Oh, so, like, they got the fancy ticket with the meal included. Well, I guess so. They'd normally book them last minute. So you probably get the expensive one. I mean, imagine the police, frequent flyers, cha-ching. Do they bring, like, they bring an iPhone to watch, like, any in-flight entertainment? I think it'll be different. Like, this person wasn't getting deported. This person was getting transferred for, (laughs) like, court. Right. Yeah, right. That's different. Got an iPad, and then the police officer and the felon are sharing... Headbuds. Headphones. <laughs> One's got one in one in the other. Having a good old time. Yeah, the, the fugitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you chat? Like, would they'd have to make hey, small talk? They were chatting. Talk? Were yeah. they? Uh, yeah. I guess it would depend on the guy. Like, if you were next to a scumbag, then no. Mm. You know, because all air wardens are different. Mm. Is that um, what they are? Air wardens still there? Aren't they just normal police as well? Air like, marshals, marshals. I think they're called. Sorry, in America, but what are they here? Um... Air marshals. No. <laughs> Air sheriffs. It'd just be detectives, like general yeah, detectives that's what I meant. doing it. Yeah. yeah. Would you yeah. go out of your way to arrest someone who's like, oh, he's going to get deported to the Bahamas. Let's get this guy. We can have a good weekend. Yeah. I'll take yeah. him. Yeah. You, you went the last time. <laughs> All right. but do you have to pay him back? So let's just say if you can't afford it and they go, yeah. do they put you on payment plans? Because I don't know. really, you're like, well, man of your country. Mm. No, I reckon the, the deporting... I, I assume the deporting country would pay. It's the same as like when you go to prison; mm. they don't send you a bill for the rent at the end. It's the government who. But puts should it. taxpayers sure. demand to know how many people have been deported and what the cost is? Yeah, and if that... any of them flow business class, well, mm. the outrage. Yeah. Like, how often does it happen? Does it happen regularly that people get deported? Visas are pretty strict in Australia. Mm, that's that's true. True. I can't afford uh, a flight home. 
I go just yeah. exactly. steal a car. Mm. No, no, you don't have to steal me. a car, but you just have to let it expire. But then you'd have to remember you wouldn't be able to go back into that country. Yeah, true. Well, 131060, uh, we want to know the ins and outs of deportation. Well, this is what we talk about this in our off-time, guys. Is not even joking. <laughs> not even joking. We're yeah, digging we fell deep down into a wormhole, didn't we? What do we do? How does it work? <laughs> Only because one of the team members exactly. possibly could we be. We yeah. just always think there could be a possibility <laughs> yeah. that stab, and we want to know all the details. Yes. Um, we don't want to get a bill at the end. <laughs> so, Gordo in Corumban, what have you seen of someone getting deported? Um, I was on a trip uh, coming back from Hawaii. So it was a Honolulu-Sydney flight, mm-hmm. and I was just in the... Uh, departure land waiting to split and a guy got presented by Homeland Security so that he um, was a chap, you know, accompanied. Mm. He wasn't handcuffed, but he was in a very, very tight uh, proximity to the chap and um, they sort of went to a separate check-in, had a chat and he just sort of hung and the, the guy, um, you know, he was the first on the plane right. and the Homeland Security chap, he just hung till the plane took off. And but then he this left. This chap obviously... He wasn't flying accompanied. He wasn't in handcuffs. So once he was on the aircraft, he was just a civilian getting sent home. Uh, so b- bonuses there. Quick checkout. First one on the plane. <laughs> no, probably first one. Imagine being a gold member <laughs> who's paid like for it. Mate, but it's not a good look. No, know. it's not a good look. In when you out, say, well, Godo, did you have a look when he got off the plane? Did anyone was anyone there to meet him, or from then on he no, was just? Well, I I was juggling a bunch of equipment and whatnot, so I didn't see him after that. But. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it was just happy days. It was a civilian. He, and over in the States, too, you just got to overstay. You, you know, you're welcome at Tad. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, so, you um, yeah. But, yeah, he wasn't a gnarly high-risk one, but, I'm, you know, I'm an old news, uh, TV news camera, but I'm going, hang on, this ain't quite right. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and sussed it out. Yeah. Always looking story. for the story, Gordo. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. <laughs> I suppose once you land back in Australia, they're, not, much you, you can they're do. not your issue. What, now. do you want a welcome party? Hey. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, anonymous, hello. Good morning, guys. Good. How are you? Good. We're good. What happened to someone you knew that got deported? So my kid's father got deported um, and once he got 12 months imprisonment here in Brisbane, Mm -hmm. um, that means deportation. So he got deported back to New Zealand Mm -hmm. and, yeah, it's quite sad. We tried to fight, Mm -hmm. but, you know, if you do the wrong thing here, you get deported. Yeah, Yeah, because there was a big outcry of that from um, New Zealanders going, hey, we actually only were born in New Zealand. Some of them had only lived there for six months and Mm. had lived their whole life in Australia, but then because they weren't an Australian citizen. So had he been in Australia for a long time? He, yes, since he was nine years old. So all his siblings, um, his parents and his children are here. Oh, wow. And can he he ever come back? I know you fought for it, but is that just the rule where if you've ever got deported? Yeah, no, he can't come back here. So it's up to us to fly the kids over there. Wow. So you guys aren't together anymore? No, we weren't together when he um, got it, went to jail. Um, Yeah. It's tough for the children. Do they ever ask for the money back or it's like, no, they pay for it and off you? No, they pay for everything. He went on the plane in handcuffs. Um, Security stayed with him and Mm. then let them go at the airport, um, unhandcuffed him. Right. Okay. And, so, it's so. and so, if you is it is there a twelve months? So if you only get say six months prison, is that not a deportation? Is there a certain amount, or is it or done in the crime? D- done in yeah, the the crime you commit. Yeah. So once you get sentenced, um, depending on how long that is, if it's over twelve months, you get deported. Right. Um, but say you only serve six months, 
I'm pretty sure you still get deported because of this sentence. Right. right. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gee, that's hard on the kids. Yeah, it is. And it kind of feels like should you not just save the money, like rather than the taxpayer paying for them to be in prison for 12 months, just deport them straight away. Well, cause no, because no, because they've said no. Because you, you have to do the time, do the time in the, the, the place that you committed the crime. Mm. Yeah. And there was a big hoo-ha over it. Remember, New Zealand was really upset about it, saying mm. you're sending people here that have had their whole lives elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to be doing the crime. Uh, sorry, we're not going to be doing the Put crime. Put in jail. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anonymous Ooh. number two, you were deported? Uh, yes, I have actually been deported myself. Right. Um, so it comes with a bit of a funny story. I was um, in Mexico for a week um, enjoying the real Cancun. Mm-hmm. I'd got myself a big sombrero, the typical Corona T-shirt, and I decided, all right, my holiday's over. I need to go back. Um, I was living in Dubai at the time. So I tried to go back via the States, and there was a natural disaster happening, and no flights were leaving America. Excuse me, America. So I decided to board a flight anywhere I could go, which was Brazil, Sao Paulo. And um, because of visa restrictions, I actually was deported. So when I got there, I was locked up in a room for 12 hours with that really big um, sombrero hat on and my bags. And um, yeah, locked up for 12 hours. Thankfully, got on a standby flight back to Dubai and um, got my passport back, but have officially been deported. So you were deported because did you not have enough time on your visa? Well, because, no, I didn't have a visa. Australians oh. need a visa to go to Brazil, Brazil. because I, I just, just got any, any yeah. flight out of America. Oh. I, you know, Did they pay for your flight? Unfortunately, no, I had to pay for my own oh. flight. Depends what country, it seems. I know. Well, I well. suppose if you refuse, Brazil are like, fine, join 6,000 people in this one cell. <laughs> yeah. like, well, I wasn't a criminal myself, no. but I do know people working in the um, detainee industry here in Australia, and they do frequent flights back to home countries that have a detainee officer per person, per right. criminal, and mm-hmm. it's quite a thing. Yeah, so it's all paid for the Australian yeah. government, unfortunately. Yeah. I wonder if, too, when they're deporting you, whether you can go, oh, by the way, he's my Qantas frequent flyer. Can you <laughs> <laughs> You can always do it after. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, all right. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I have to say that hugs are up there with one of my favourite things in the whole wide world. Right. I love hugs and I've always been a hugger. Um, even at school, I used to always hug my friends and I've got a couple of friends that are non-hugging <laughs> and I've always made it clear to them that I will you still hug care. you. I don't, yeah. care. You don't care. I don't care. You don't care about personal space? Yeah, no, Sarah has now. I was like, sweetheart, you got to put your arms back around me. She's like, I really don't want to hug. You know, I'm not a hugger. And I was like, I'll get you. And now she does. Now she gives me a tap. She tap, tap, tap. She broke me down. Yes, uh, I broke you down. You weren't a hugger. wasn't a hugger. But it's important to hug. And they even say that relationships deteriorate and they even know that they're t- deteriorating because it's not sex that goes first. It's hugs. Right, okay. Mm. And this is an expert talking about how important they are. Do you know, we need eight hugs a day for maintenance. We need four hugs a day for survival. We need 12 hugs a day for growth. Hugs are important for a lot of reasons. They strengthen your immune system. They increase your feelings of safety and belonging. They boost the hormone oxytocin, which heals feelings of loneliness, isolation, and anger. So please hug your kids, hug your spouse, hug your parents. Uh, you can even hug your pets. That's how important it is. And he was. 12 some... seems like a lot. I don't reckon I'd get 12 you... hugs in a day. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think I'd get 12. Oh, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. How many do you reckon you get? Like demand or get? <laughs> Same thing. No, I hug, I hug my kids every day. I hug each of them probably around about three times. So once when I see You've knocked over nine there. Mm. Yeah. I would hug Scott every day. Yeah, mm. no, I hug a lot and definitely my pet. I'm a hugger. 
And like they're saying that you should even do it for six seconds. So if you do it less than six, can you guys do it? You go around and hug Matt because I haven't got time now. You go around and hug Matt and you got to hold for six seconds because they're saying that that's when it really sort of kicks in where all the, the chemicals and stuff like yeah. that. This is this is the same as when I hug my 21-year-old son, all right? Don't tap. and d- no, I, no, want, no. I want a proper no. hug. I'm going to say, because you're tall yeah. and I'm you got to go under. Sure. That's cool. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm like the girlfriend when I hug. That's cool. That's fine. One... Two, yeah, three, four. This is really cute. Five. I'm sorry, that doesn't normally happen. It does for me. (laughs) How good is that? Yeah, in all honesty, I think it's really. That's not how blokes hug. Come let's do a bloke hug. Yes, I know how you guys do it, and this is why I always teach my sons that they've got to hug different. Yeah, mate. The tap. I said, I said, don't tap. You should never tap. That's how blokes hug. Yeah, Yeah. that counts. Counted. Next time you hug you, mate, I ten, want you to go in for six go. seconds. Don't tell them what's happening. And when, when, when he goes to let go, I go, no, <laughs> stay. We're only up to three. Why do you keep saying Mississippi? <laughs> <laughs> but they're saying that um, if you, because, yeah, four for survival. Now, you might think that's really stupid. Four for survival. This is the most awful study that they've ever done, and I studied this when I was in psychology. <laughs> it is the worst study they've ever done. They to wanted it. to know how important hugs were, so they decided at an orphanage that they would only look after children by changing their nappy and putting back in the cot, right? That was it. There'd be no other physical charge. They started dying, and then they realised they had to call off the study. Kids started dying without the physical touch, and that's what they're saying for survival, mm. that we need to you have to, I think you have to preface that with how long ago that study was done. Why? What does that make a difference? Well, it wasn't done last week because that would be horrifying and there would be legal action. Yeah, of course. Mm. But there was, yeah. Mm. Animal mm. testing still happens, Staff. Get involved. But yeah, that's. What, in the testing? No, is in the testing again. <laughs> <Yeah>, so. <laughs> so. Gus, I'm just going to try this mascara on you. Stay still. Count how many people you hug. I make it more, and especially like your, your wives. There's no way that she's going to say, no, I really don't want to hug. And if you want to really. Will. Well, she will. She yes, be like, because that's just lead to sex. When and that's I, what I'm just hug and walk away. She works from go, home, and I go and I give her a cuddle, and she's sitting in a thing, and she goes, "I, I have a meeting time, in 15 Matthew. minutes. Leave yes, me alone." But that's why you should start giving the hug, and if she thinks anymore, go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Just a hug. Yeah, calm down, calm down, woman. And she'll go, "Wait a minute, no, no, I'm going to get naked now and go, <laughs> that's a good point. baby, please get don't. over yourself." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a hug. It's just a hug. Drugs. I'm not even interested. <laughs> Why would I be? That's probably too hard. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Really One of the most famous people in the world, and she has been from a very young age, has now got her memoir out, uh, Britney Spears, The Woman in Me. And there's been so much fascina- fascination in her throughout her whole life, but especially since the conservatorship with mm-hmm. her... Her um, dad has finished. I think she's allowed to speak openly yeah, and well, honestly she's about to speak. it. Yeah, well, because a lot of her family members have tried to benefit from her fame and release books. I think her mum released a book and her sister mm. released a book, and they're all sort of talking about their relationship with Britney. Now she hasn't got anything to do with her family anymore, mm. um, and it's very clear throughout the book that she's like, "I got no one to please." Because essentially, her dad could choose when she left the house, what she spent her money on, who she could hang out with. Every single decision Mm. that she, yeah, every decision of her life. And she was saying that her dad, she was saying that her dad used to self-medicate when he was quite younger. Apparently he grew up in a very abusive uh, family. She said anything that she got was nothing compared to how hard her brother got it from the dad. Mm. And she is very open in saying that her family grew up very poor. Mm. Until well, they're in a tra- in a trailer park, weren't until they? she started earning money. Yeah, so the parents yeah. didn't have any money. 
Right. So then their life sort of changed mm. when it feels like there was some sort of cash cow. But some interesting points in the book. This is why she's not actually doing the audio version. Michelle Williams, who is the actress, mm-hmm. is reading it. And this is her at the start explaining um, why she's not going to be doing it. This book has been a labor of love and all the emotions that come with it. Reliving everything that you're about to hear has been exciting, heart-wrenching, and emotional, to say the least. For those reasons, I will only be reading a small part of my audiobook. I'm so grateful to the amazing Michelle Williams for reading the rest of it. And to you for listening. Her voice does sound quite damaged, doesn't it? Yeah, like raspy. Yeah. Raspy. Well, I, I think it I would think... be too emotional for her to be able to read it. Yeah. She hasn't sung in years. Like she's every her Vegas residency was fully lip synced. And there's a lot of people saying that if she was on uh, medication, that mm-hmm. it could affect her vocal cords mm-hmm. as well. But it's a great get, Michelle Williams, Oscar-winning actress, to read an audio book. Mm. Yeah. So this is uh, Michelle Williams talking as Britney Spears mm-hmm. in the book, and she covers a, a few different things, talking about a relationship with Kevin uh, Federline. Oh yeah. <laughs> in the beginning, my relationship with Kevin was playful. Kevin liked me the way I was. As a woman who'd spent so much time trying to live up to society's expectations, being with a man who gave me permission to be exactly who I was felt like such a gift. Kevin had a bad boy image. Still, I had no idea when we met that he had a toddler, nor that his ex-girlfriend was eight months pregnant with his second baby. I was clueless. Wow. Remember that? It's coming back to me now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's a backup dancer too, wasn't he? Yes. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, the original left shark. Wow, yeah. yeah. Bloody and then and then all the kids moved in with him, didn't they? They bailed mm. on Brittany and Yeah, he now, raised them. yeah, they're, the they're two children. boys, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. Um this is Michelle Williams and a lot of people have been talking about it because she tries to do a Justin Tim Blake impression because oh, that's okay. Brittany in it. Yeah. And she talks about how because you've got to remember, like they were both in the Disney Club together. Yeah. And then he was in, his band was huge. Mm. And thinking her, she was so huge. It was a power denim. couple. Yeah, yeah. double denim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is her talking about an incident with Justin Timberlake. His band in sync was what people back then called So Pimp. They were white boys, but they loved hip hop. To me, that's what separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who seemed very consciously to position themselves as a white group. In sync hung out with black artists. Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge, blinged-out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine, what's up, homie? After genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. And now I want to hear the book. <laughs> that is the genuine. Of course, thing. who sings Pony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> She's also doing the stereotypical. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm talking oh, yeah. like a man now. Oh, cheers, oh, cheers. Oh my god! I know. I want to. Wow. I want to die. So, you reckon Justin Timberlake has bought the book, or has got his people to read it, or do you think they've bought every book that will generally be in his proximity so that he's not able to mm. read it? Because there's going to be a lot about him in the book. Yeah, I love good and like, bad. I said fo- I said for shiz once. Okay, <laughs> I did not say it for shiz for shiz. Everything else is true. <laughs> this is her talking about the conservatorship that we just mentioned. In the conservatorship, people were always judging everything I did. One day there, I did a turn and accidentally bonked a tiny little girl in the head with my hand. Baby, I am so sorry, I said. I felt so bad that I got on my knees in front of her. I pulled a ring off my finger, one of my favorite rings, and gave it to her while begging her forgiveness. Miss Brittany, it's fine, she said. You didn't even hurt me. 
I wanted to do anything I could to let her know that I cared if she was in pain. Looking up at her from my knees on the dance studio floor, I thought, wait a minute. Why are the people who are charged by the state with my care not half as interested in my well-being as I am in this little girl's? Wow. So sad, Ooh. isn't it, when she puts it like that? So yeah. she's doing a dance class and she talks about the fact that she had to perform in Vegas and I think everybody knew that she didn't want to mm. and saying so openly that she didn't want to and everything was controlled and yeah. she just felt like she, she had to keep going. Jamie Lynn, who is her younger mm-hmm. sister, uh, she's the one that's written a book before and everyone wanted to know whether they were quite close and it seems like they were not close now and yeah. this is how she talks about it. And my little sister... Well, when I tell you she was a total bitch, I'm not exaggerating. I had always been the worker bee. While I was doing my thing on the road with Felicia, I hadn't been paying attention to what was happening in Kentwood. But when I came home, I saw how things had changed. My mom would serve Jamie Lynn while she watched TV, bringing her little chocolate milkshakes. It was clear that girl ruled the roost. Meanwhile, it was like I was a ghost child. I can remember walking into the room and feeling like no one even saw me. Wow. Mm-hmm. She's quite lucky to be alive, isn't she, really? After all of this, she's been yeah, through well, so much. And and that's the whole thing. You kind of go, you got glimpses that something wasn't right, but you never really questioned it. Mm. And I don't mm. think there was social media back there for her to have her own channel no. of expression. Mm. So it was only sort of through her music and so many people were responsible uh, for it and so many people were getting money off it. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's going to be uh, a good read. Faux shiz, mm. faux shiz. I can't wait for Michelle Williams to read Justin Timberlake's biography. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Year 12 exams. I think they're currently on mm. all around Australia. Mm. And do you remember, you didn't do exams, did you? I I <laughs> was there. Okay. Um, I wrote something. Yeah. But I got an OP of 23, so... Could have tried hard, I got that 25. I was devastated. Mm. I was like, 23 is nothing, at least give me the worst. Because yeah. I took exams really quite seriously. Mm. Um, so I think I got, ended up getting 90 or 91 out of 100. Mm-hmm. That's that was great. A, yeah, yeah. So I, I had a lot of options and then I went into arts. So I was going to go into um, Look psych- at you now. psychology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I took exams really seriously. Mm. Um, I feel like I had an advantage, not going to lie. I was an ADHD kid, so I had dexamphetamine. So I had more time to study than you guys. Um, and I used to take study so seriously. Mm. And there was something that I was passing on to Year 12 students um, the other day. A prescription? No, 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 no. no. I don't believe in medication personally. But um, She would not give those away. That's true. I'm banned, remember? I got a red cross against my name. I don't know if they get that ban taken away. Anyway. (laughs) There's one way to find out. Obviously not on medication now. Mm. Focus. But I was telling this to Year 12 students and I was like, you know when you feel like they're they're tuning out, like, oh, here we go, we're getting someone giving advice. The old lady saying back in my day. I used to do my day. And I said, I did really well in exams. And for someone who wasn't very smart, this was my technique that I used to do. And one of them was like, that's actually, that's kind of good. And I was like, thank you. Because I used to have a different impulse spray. Do you remember the impulse spray that yeah. everyone used to have, all the girls did? Mm-hmm. And my favourite was the purple. I think it was the... Did you remember the purple? Ylang Lang, probably. No, it wasn't Ylang Lang. No. So as Ylang Lang or Penny. No, remember there was like incense was one. Mm. Oh, I've got to find the different fragrance. But I used to have a different one for each subject. Yeah. Right. So that when I was studying for it, mm. I used to sit in my room and I used to spray it like non-stop. And I'd spray it that on the back like of my physics. hands. 
Yeah, so I would have a different one for biology, and I remember the biology was purple because that's probably the one that I remember the most. Okay. Um, and then for economics, I would have a different one. So then before the exam, I would just like, and my friends are like, are you really going to do this? And I'm like, yeah, because it's all going to come flooding. Because your smell is quite an important sense. And if you smell a perfume when you're walking past and it's like your ex-girlfriend, you're like, oh, my God. Thanks or a type that. of cigarettes that you know that your dad would have smoked. Mm. You remember it. Mm. And that's why I did so badly because I just doused myself in Lynx Africa. <laughs> but Here if you go. had done that when you were studying, <laughs> but you got a it would have brought back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't keep him away, mate. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Right. right. Interesting. I, mm. can, I can see some scientific... Uh, you can't just spray it on before you go to the exam. You've got to study. With the smell. With that smell. Back the smell when and then, yeah. Like you smell cookies and you think of your grandma. It's there's some valid science there, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's an unusual one. They were kind it. of impressed. And I was like, thank you. And then she said to me, sorry, what is impulse? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, yeah, cool. Aww. So when you go to the shop, mm. there's like all these, and I think they still have them. Is it still around? Yes, I they still know have them, is. but it's just they don't have them now. She's like, is it kind of like essential oils? And I was like, yeah, if it's the same if thing. they do have them. Yeah. Can we get some? And then see if it can come back to me? Yeah. 100%, mate. Yeah. 100%. We'll get a um, year 12 bio- biology exam and mm-hmm. see if you can pass. Yeah, but I need the purple one. Maybe oh. get one that the subject wouldn't have changed too much in that time uh, period. <laughs> well, <it's both. laughs> well, yeah, three bucks a bottle. Yeah, they're not too bad. Bottles has got it. They don't I, seem to be. Uh, they look different though. The, they do look different, the cans don't they? Aren't the same. Maybe the smell's different too. Maybe the smell's changed over yeah, the years. Yeah, I can't it has... find the purple one. Mm. Um,. I think they've, because it's not as popular as it used to be, I think it's just like one or two things now. No, mm. there's there's eight different ones. Oh, there is? Yeah, yeah. but they're like Wanderlust limited edition. Like, they weren't that la-di-da. Oh, you know why? Body spray mm. romantic spa. Yeah. You know what they've done? They've what? tried to cater for what? The people who yeah. used to wear it have aged now, so they're... No, there is no one that is smell. used to buy Impulse that's still buying it. 13, 10, 60. Uh, Are you committed <laughs> to your smell? Did you wear it in high you gra- school? No, you graduate still... to perfume. There could be. And I wouldn't judge anyone for that. Like, I know plenty of blokes who are still on the brute, jupe, No, you and don't. Yes. They don't have any other aftershave. No, that's all they rock. Because this is something that you put on your sports bag for school. Mm. And then after, you'd be like... Getting perfume. And this study theory, was it a very well thought out and planned theory? Or was it just something you came up with on the spot? Because it's impulse. Mm. Yeah, it was well thought out. Was that joke well thought mm. out? It stinks, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people call it. Erin in Sunnybank. Are you still, using, you still using the impulse? Yes, I, I actually got in contact with it. Found it a few months ago on, in the server. It's the Illusion Green one, mm. and it still smells the same. Like everybody compliments me. Oh, what a perfume are you wearing? I'm like, impulse. <laughs> so did you go off it, and then you've just rediscovered your love for it? Yeah, in the last probably three or four months. Mm. Right. There you go. So I usually use like the daisy or that flower one. My husband bought it for me, and I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. But then this stays longer. Maybe it's right. so much back. longer than $100 perfume. Let's bring Impulse back. Let's have, yeah. a, let's have yeah. a B105 yeah. one. Yes. I so remember that. Yes. Oh, <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies. Yeah. I feel like we're back in our 90s, you know what I mean? Like, we have hey, like, I know. We can it's have like, like a... 11 
<laughs> we can have like an impulse party where you have to wear impulse, but then you also have to do everything that we tell you to do, like a yes man. Yes, I'm in. I'm coming. <laughs> you might. I have just <laughs> added impulse to my shopping list. Okay. Wow. Yes. Mm. And, um, Solly, silly Solly sell all of the old ones, like the ones with the cups. Oh, oh yes. Because yeah. I was just looking. Not the twist. No, I want the one from the 90s. Yeah, you want it the yeah, old the, school. the cap. Yeah, yeah. So you put the cap on. Yeah, they're a little bit smaller, but they're at the cheap shops. Some, you know what, though? Some people, like, you obviously have great memories of the smell, but for some people, that smell might bring back bad, bad times. You know well, what I'm going to get bad the limited yes. edition ones, and I'll just spray them, and I'll see if you guys can recognise whether I'm wearing perfume one day or I'm you the next. Like, dupe, right? There's not... Most girls... Born in the 80s, mm. dated a guy in high school who wore jupe. Mm-hmm. I still love it. Yeah, I so do I, yeah. Aaron. I've been embarrassed so to say it, but it's like... No, don't. Don't. It's lovely. I'll, I'll got, still buy it for my husband. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it a just bottle at home. Going... Do you want to wear it in tomorrow? Are you about to control yourself? <laughs> uh, just so you know, it doesn't turn... It's not it's Miracle Maker. Yeah, good. it's just a smell. Yeah, otherwise yeah. it would have been a bit more popular. <laughs> it was. Everyone wore it. It was super yeah, popular. Yeah, I, I really... I still like it. There you go. Mm. All right. Well, uh, which servo did you get it from, Erin? Um, uh, oh, it was like an Indian servo. Like, what are they got? The Empol or something like that, I Ampol. think it was. Mm. The All right. I think around, it was Empol. The one that's around the corner from you in Oxley. Um, I got... It, it was... Oh. Look at us all trying to remember things. Oh, oh, it's great. It's great. It's on Logan Road near Malcravat. Right, yeah. right, okay. right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm one of them servos. Go and check out the servo if you want to get your hands on some impulse. But I think Col- Col- oh, it'll be like a shell because Coles Express. Oh, I Coles can see how yeah, to make it rain like now. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Aaron. Have a great day. Thank you. You Bye. too, guys. Good Bye. stuff. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. want to get you guys' thoughts on this because, you know, me and you know how polite I am to the um, robots of the world. Okay, yeah, I think they're polite. Yeah, yeah. Shut yeah. up. No, you are. You um, are to robots. I thought you meant to people when I was like. Yeah, <laughs> I don't try to live my life like a mountie. It's a thing. Um, but yeah. uh, <laughs> because I think one day they will take over the world, and I want to be on their good side. Do you think Alexa is going to pass that on to the big, big boy they're robots? All, they're all connected. Okay. Oh, you think the boy robots will be the evil oh. ones? That's interesting. Not the Alexas of the world. No. Oh. They'll no, just she's... decorate it. <laughs> no, I just didn't know if, like, is there one mainframe <laughs> that you think, like, your Alexa is going to pass it on? Yeah, they'll all be connected. Okay. I mean, you scoff now. But politeness is easy and it's free. Manners are free. So when Google plays your favorite song, you say, thank you, Google. When Siri does something nice for you, like finds your way to um, the place that you were going with um, their maps, you go, mm. thank you. They never do, though. Every time I ask it to do something specific, it goes, sorry, unable to do that. That's because you haven't been you thanking know? it, Matthew, and it's taking note. Right. Um, but this one, I'd seen this one around uh, a couple of weeks ago, but it finally happened to a, a mate of mine who's overseas. Uh, I don't know where you would sit on this. I think that going to turn my Siri around because I don't want her to hear what I'm saying. She can still hear about it. I know, but I'm taking a risk here. I'm sure I've got enough points in the, in the good to justify this. Um, some self-service checkouts are now asking for a tip. 20% tip. Where? Now, Where? Where is in it? America, mainly airports at this stage, but it won't be long until airports in, in America. In America, They're I can kind of... They're just programmed like that. 
Yeah, Hasn't but, someone just programmed to ask for a tip? Well, it's not like he, they're going, oh, geez, I've been working so hard. That's what I meant. So what's so unusual mm. about it that people want to get extra money? But it's still, who are you tipping? What are you tipping? Who are you tipping? You're not tipping anyone. Mm. It, that does, does that annoy me when you know, I use the QR codes at a you know restaurant and you order your own thing, yeah. which I love because it happens quicker. But mm. then they ask you if you want a tip at the end. And I said, well... If I'm tipping, I'm serving myself no right now. Anything. But it's not so for the service my, anymore. Yeah. It's for the people cooking. Like, And I think that's the difference that people forget. And a shout out to anyone that works in the kitchen. Everyone always thinks that the tip is for the waiter. And it's not. There are the people washing the dishes. There are people cooking. There are mm. people, all those. Yeah, but, but that's then who the tip is it for. It asks me to tip when I order. So, like, I might tip you once I've eaten it. That's because you, you, okay, might, that, you might yeah, send out a that. piece of rubber yeah. and yeah. I've already tipped you. Can I go back in and say, oi? You owe me three bucks. Because if you take a step mm. back from that, tipping used to be, especially in Australia, America, it's more so because, you know, they, they earn so little that you have to um, tip them in order for them to make yeah, it. Yeah, that's a, not a good service. Ray. I was really surprised when I went over to America that you mm. tip everyone, you even tip if everyone. they give bad service. Yes. You have to tip. You and I was like, tip. but you lost my bag. Yeah. And he had his hand out for money. I was like, but you lost it. I'm mm. so confused. Mm. And yeah, he wasn't happy. Yeah, but that's him so still. But you just—I I looked at Adrian, the guy with me, and I was like, "You better sort this out because you better tip him." <laughs> Where's the equality? I don't know why Australians get ago. such a bad rap. No, I spent all my own drinks at the bar the night before. So no, I didn't no, have no, any no, left. No, no. But with him, but like for him as well. <laughs> yeah, at this stage, you're a self-serve checkout. And you don't serve any tips <laughs> either, uh, because you're yeah, you're doing all the work. Plus, I always find them. I use them quite regularly because I do go in for like just little bits here and there, and it's always like, oh, you you haven't bagged that properly. Or you have left something in your trolley, or and you constantly. So I would, I would actually leave the not tip the self serve, and then tip that. Always a helpful little old lady mm. who comes over and helps you with your thing, and then says, "She's like the greeters at Bunnings." Mm. It's, it's always, yeah, they but, pull their their little lanyard thing from their belt, and they zip, they yeah. scan it, with their big nails, clear it for you. Yeah, because I don't even tip humans. To be honest, when you go overseas, you do. When I go overseas, I do. Yes, but yeah. not not in Australia. Um, and normally, when I worked in cafes, tipping was for your Christmas party. But you don't tip if you go out for dinner. You won't tip. Oh, it depends where I'm going. Like if it's a high class restaurant, probably. So you don't want to, you don't want to feel like a pov. No, because I'm normally going to voucher. That what it is? Oh, okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You got a free meal. I'll right. give you twenty. There you go. See, I yeah. hate that awkward thing when they hand you the F POS machine. Now, and they go, "There's your amount." They go, yeah. "So there's you can just enter a and tip then they if look you the want." Other way. And they look you're the like, oh. yeah. So then you like so you pretend like you're beep, boop, beep, beep, yeah. Well, they know. But all, you, they all you've off. done is just hit enter and quickly tap that card. And you're like, "Poof!" I had the best one because I was at the I was at a fair, a school fair on the weekend, and they were coming around selling raffle tickets, and even this. This is another way how technology has taken over um, because she was selling the raffle tickets and, you know, when when you're there and you feel a blood, when they actually give you the physical tickets, she goes, mm. oh, no, you just scan this code and it takes you there. And I was like, oh, cool, I'll do that. Yeah, cool. Yep, yep. Walking away now. <laughs> Walking away now. Close that window. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Ah, Bluey, the little dog that could. Everyone loves her. It's actually her birthday this year, and she turns five in, like, how long the show has been going. Don't you have a birthday every year? (laughs) Not if you're a cartoon. (laughs) Lisa Simpson's been her age. That's a really good point. That's a good point. They don't age her. That's why it was a funny one they did in Family Guy where one of the characters is pregnant. And she's been pregnant for uh, however long this twenty been years. Going or for. It's yeah, been yeah. for a long time, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, uh, and it, it, you know. Oh, and uh, tomorrow actually, we're going to be catching up with um, Bluey's mum, Chili. Chili. Yeah, you always Chili. forget her name. 
Well, they, they all call them mum and dad. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and I found out a few things. Every, every week there's stories about blue in the news. I don't know why, but there just seems to be. And there are, they have discovered, the older uh, people that are watching it have discovered that there are, there's an Easter egg. In every single episode of Bluey, they hide a small sausage dog. Sometimes it's a fridge magnet. Sometimes it's just a pattern in the trees. I love the way uh, Disney hides. There's Mickey Mouse ears in every single movie. that um, Is there? Yeah. <clears throat> every single movie that Disney has made hidden Sorry. somewhere in there. Did yeah. you know that? I didn't know that. But you know, sausage dog is really just a dog planking its entire life, really, isn't it? Poor thing. Like the, what a nightmare the, the, existence. The bloody... Abs on a sausage dog. Mm. I wonder. Or does they have it terrible just let go? health problems. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. But they're, they're very not, cute. Yeah, they're not. It's a bread. Not natural. Yeah. yeah. Mm. How do they breed it long? Well, you just get one. Eventually, I guess you get longer. It's the same way that you breed other breeds. Mm. Right. No, I'm just trying to think, like, what long, what's long dog did they put with a small dog, dog to gain? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. they went, let's put them together. <laughs> make a sausage. Mm. <laughs> the other thing they do well in there uh, is that they, they um, give the dogs, uh, the parents especially, they have jobs that you go, oh, of course, that's what dogs a do. A sniffer dog. A sniffer dog and an archaeologist digging up bones yep. and stuff. You know, so that's very clever. And I, um, I thought to myself, there would be some benefits actually in the dog world to um, dogs that are assigned jobs at certain places uh, coming up in your life. Uh, and for instance, so this one, this uh, Truy, deals with that and it also deals with res- being responsible as an adult because it always you know bluey likes to teach you a lesson mm. so i thought i would teach everyone a lesson uh and work in the occupation of a certain dog have a listen today's episode of truey is called being responsible so i says to him, i says listen here mongrel Listen here, I'm not having to take that from you. All right, Steve, I think you've had enough. What do you mean I've had enough? Well, you just tried to catch the waiter's plate because you thought it was a frisbee. You've told everybody here that your best mates were Scooby-Doo and you just picked a fight <laughs> with another dog for five minutes not realising it was a mirror. Yeah, it's all right. I'll just get in my car and drive. Nah, nah, mate, you can't drive home. Don't worry, Bandit, I'll take him home. You sure, Ted? Well, I am a guide dog for the blind. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> guide dog for the blind. Yeah, we, yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we get it. We get, we get it. It's good stuff. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Landlords. Why they're a problem. Thousands <laughs> fall victim to rogue landlords. Landlords, the devil, right? The evil. The evil. Look, there's a lot of uh, horror stories between landlords and renters just because there has been such a difficulty for a lot of people trying to get a place. Mm. And it's just, I think they're seen as uh, what is all wrong with the world. Them and real estate agents at the moment. Wow. Would you say they're probably... Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, they're every, it's like anything. You see it on news.com. Oh, this will be, true, be yeah. a headline that'll get someone cranky. Yeah, well, Whack this it is, up. Yeah, pedestrians joined on as well. They, mm, also, yeah. they also hate down with the landlord. And apparently landlords are now banning sex. <gasps> what? I mean, can you pay extra to get around it? No, you can't. And oh. that is because here in uh, Brisbane, and someone has shared this on TikTok, and they're saying that they're accusing the landlord of banning sexy time because of the micro apartments that they've put on the market. So they've put oh, this Micro one... anything, hampers sex. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't want to be like, sorry. Speak for yourself. Thank you very much. I've learned how to use micro things. That would be bad. In the sorry, best way. We can't have sex because of my micro apartment. I think that would throw anyone off. Anyway, they'd be like, uh, you know what? I probably yeah. can't perform. That's you live in uh, but a shed. For $370 a week, you could rent this place. Um, but this is how someone describes it on TikTok. Australian landlords are banning sex in their apartments. Well, nice sex anyway. Because if you rent from this landlord, guests are permitted to visit, but are not able to stay overnight. So even though it's your apartment that you live in by yourself, that you pay rent for, no sleepovers. It's going to have to be a smash and dash. Smash and, smash and dash. Right. I thought that was an avocado. I don't think she's getting any. But the um the reason it is is uh someone has put it on there saying hey they won't be able to have other people stay over guests are permitted to visit but mm. are not able to stay over the night now that's what the listing says mm. and the reason is because um the council has banned it from council and fire restrictions so obviously this person has gone yeah uh, cool you got permission to build it yeah. but just so you know you're only building places with single residents yeah right. You do not uh-huh. have mm. mission to have two, two in each place. That makes sense. Yeah. So a couple can't live in this. No, no. Only, no. One. only one person is able to. And I generally where they are, they're near uh, universities. Yeah, right. So yeah. student com. I well, that's unhelpful. Some... University students are the most promiscuous. You're yeah, allowed to have sex. Other. You're just allowed to have someone stay. That's brilliant. See, yeah. You don't have to do breakfast. Exactly. What are you talking about? Most people oh. would see that as, a, okay, I'm sorry, you got to go. I mean, I'd love you to stay. I love being a little spoon, but you got to go. Do you know what I like, you know, when you kind of... um. You can call the council if you've got someone parked over your driveway or mm. something. Can a neighbour mm. call them if they're like, just so you know, next door, banned from having sex and I can hear them. And they're like, wait a minute, what time is it? Oh, no, nah, just let us know if he or she doesn't leave by midnight. Yeah. <laughs> is, would it be midnight the cutoff point, you reckon? That like would be Cinderella? overnight, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be well, the next day. You're yeah. right. Just don't yeah. sleep. You stay awake in there the whole time. That's true. Mm. If you're like, I wasn't staying overnight. Mm. Or maybe the whole apartment block will just all root each other. Yeah. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like and maybe, then go back to theirs. Maybe that, that it's like it's just got some a positives. Tinder tower. <laughs> Tinder tower. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one, it's a like, well, guys, tower. we can't have people stay over. So Someone write just, that down. It's Tinder not bad, tower. is it? Yeah, you got it? Okay. So yeah. they're, fully, they're fully furnished <laughs> as well? Yeah, it's not too shabby. Yeah, that, gee, that would get a lot better if it had the Tinder tower. <laughs> if that's how they were marketing it. Yeah. 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 The ultimate smash and dash pad. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why with fire restrictions... How does that come in with the council? Like must, one must be can the get... number of people to evacuate. Yeah, it's harder to get one of... person out than yeah. two. Yeah. yeah, it's when, when you see, you know, like you have those terrible, horrific fires, and it turns out that fifty students have been living in the one house. Oh, yeah, 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 but yeah, still, tragic. if it's a one-bedroom place, mm. and you've got a queen bathroom, size bed, yeah, you've got your bathroom, you've even got like a little study area. I'm surprised that they don't have permission for two to stay there. It's in Yerong uh, Pili. Mm. Mm. I don't know how the fire restrictions work. And with the fire restrictions, does it have a no bonking ban? <laughs> do they? Like, do they say in the council, like, the restrictions? Hey, this oh, place is only yeah. permitted, so people are not allowed to stay overnight. No sleepovers. No sleepovers. After mm. midnight. I mean, it does Can make we... a difference to the walk of shame, doesn't it? Imagine that, like, yeah. trying to get around from anyone seeing you and the Brisbane City Council. Could we use that? We should use that on our kids. I'm sorry, you can't have a sleepover. Raw's fire restrictions. Yeah. It's not bad. Good yeah. <laughs> work. Good work. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Alpha Bucks, if you want your answers, we've got them to every single game for tomorrow. Uh, go and get it here on the listener app. There's a special Alpha Bucks Answers podcast. Later. Later, skater. Stab Abby and Matt. B105.